that would make it more available to other people that maybe don't know about life coaching or they don't have the resources or the mindset ready to invest in their in their emotional health. So I was like, look, I'm going to study like, the people that have like a good business model that works online. And of course, you start seeing people that do uh, online courses, podcasts, they have webinars, they do group coaching, they have masterminds, they have membership sites. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, oh, I want to do everything. <laughs> so I, I, I've done it. I kind of have followed that track of the people that inspired me and the people that I, that I have learned from. Mm -hmm. And so I, I still have one-on-one -on -one coaching, but I limit to four clients at a time. I never have anybody else. And if I have like a waiting list that sometimes develops, like a little, a little tiny waiting list, I just contact them when one person when you have an is opening. already like on their way out. And so that's, that's how I do one-on-one -on -one coaching. But I created, um, I have two online courses. One is called Epic Heart and the other one is called Epic Self. Uh, those courses are around 500 bucks mm -hmm. for like nine weeks and 10 weeks. So it's very affordable. Mm -hmm. And um, what does that include? Is there like a daily kind of workbook or daily challenges? Yeah, I have. Well, I have a platform that has like mod modules, right? Okay. So I have like nine modules and the content is stripped weekly to the members so that they pace themselves. Uh -huh. Because a lot of people that join my courses are in like deep need of emotional healing and mm -hmm. to just like snap out of what they're feeling. And so I want them to pace themselves because I do make them go within and find like wounds from childhood and like limiting beliefs and things that make them very insecure and vulnerable. Mm -hmm. So they want to heal, but they don't really know what it is about. They think they know, but they don't know until I make them journal, meditate, dig in, make lists of humiliations, red flags that mm -hmm. they didn't want to see you know, all these things. And so they're like, oh my gosh, I'm dying, you know? And if they do like three modules or something like that, binge watch my content, then they go into like- They get uh, fried. Yes. And then they, they can have like, they can suffer from anxiety just to think mm -hmm. that it's, the climb is too steep. And so I drip the content weekly. And so each each week they have- the videos, exercises, instructions of things they can do. And then we have a secret private Facebook group where I get online every week to solve Q&As. And I do give them access to me via like direct message on Instagram mm -hmm. or on Facebook if they have something intimate that they don't feel comfortable sharing in the group. That's a really, really great. Plus, that that just makes people feel like you're actually connected to them. I see a lot of those online courses, mm -hmm. and I think, oh, great, I could just go watch more videos and, and pay to watch somebody else talk on videos, mm -hmm. or I could do that on YouTube for free. Mm -hmm. But I get what you're talking about. Before the show started, you and I were talking a little bit, bit about the two programs, and w the first one is for love, and the other one is more for personal development, or not just for love, but kind of heartbreak and learning to yes. to. Epic card is for people that are just heartbroken. They're depressed, they're crying, they're suffering from anxiety. They can't get over their ex. Right. Right? And so some of them are married. Some of them are just, like, heartbroken because the relationship fell apart. Uh -huh. Some of them are going through, like, the shock of infidelity or betrayal. Mm -hmm. And so they are different, but they're all, like, with, like, not knowing how to love again. 
because right. they feel like they will never heal or they will never feel okay again. I, I feel like, too, that that could be an amazing course for someone who is looking for a relationship and has never had one. Mm. You know, maybe they say, I'd, I'd like a relationship, but I've never had anything that lasted more than three weeks. That's Epic Self. That's the next course. Oh, okay. Because it's kind of like, but I'm not heartbroken, but I can't find love. And so what's wrong with me? And then Epic Self is like, nothing is wrong with you. You have to love and accept yourself. Heal your wounds. Uh, like that make you feel self-conscious, not enough, all these things. And when you love yourself, you'll be able to show others how you deserve to be treated. You become more attractive, more magnetic, more everything. Because you love yourself, you accept yourself. And then people see that energy, they're drawn to you. And then you attract your match vibration, vibrationally. Sorry, guys. And, uh, <laughs> and then that's when you can actually find a conscious relationship that is no codependent and that is equal and loving and grown-up-y, you know? Right, yeah. But that's why Epic Heart is about developing an epic, resilient heart. Epic Self is about you being responsible of your own happiness. I l love that. People think, oh, but epic self is to manifest your soulmate. Then it should be epic love. And I'm like, no, 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 because you don't have a soulmate if you don't love yourself. Right. Well, and that's another amazing thing about the law of attraction that you understand mm -hmm. is I see the law of attraction as a fantastic personal development program mm -hmm. because if you're trying to manifest something and you can't, mm -hmm. then that tells you, okay, you have a block here and it's time to go in and do some work on that block. Yeah. You need to figure out why you have that block, why that block is there, and then do the internal process work to move it out. Yeah. So I it almost sounds like with Epic Self, it whether you're trying to manifest a soulmate or whether you're trying to manifest a better house or a better job or just a better life for yourself, mm -hmm. you have to learn to love yourself and see yourself as worthy mm -hmm. in order to be able to manifest any of those things. Totally. So that would be an excellent course for anyone who just wants to be able to manifest more. Or better. Yes, yes, because you follow the same line to manifest everything you want. If you want more money, you still need to love yourself. Yes, because if, if you, you don't think that you're worthy of it, it's never going to show up. Exactly. If you want more health, you need to feel like you deserve health, like you're worthy of health. Mm -hmm. Cody, right? Right, yes. He Cody's a like, perfect yeah, example. I deserve to thrive. I deserve to be healthy. And then he believes that. He loves himself. He manifests. But he didn't always... He used to say that he loved himself and he was trying to love himself and he's admitted this. Yeah. But he wasn't really. And it was when something snapped, something changed for him and he went, I am worthy. Yeah. Sometimes you feel like you understand something and you think you're doing it until something is like, oh, oh, it's like an onion. It's like, oh, it's in the very surface of things. Mm -hmm. Thinking that it was, you know. That this is what it looked like. Yeah. And then it's like, no, if you peel the layers, you actually understand something at a deeper level. And mm -hmm. then it makes more sense. And it finally lands in a sensitive place of, you know, our awareness. And then we're like, oh, I see it now. <laughs> and then yeah. when you see it, then so much changes. So yeah. much changes. Like, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I, what, another thing I want to say about your course is... I love just that idea because there's so many people. And it's one of the reasons why we have this show mm -hmm. is because I was in a place a few years ago where I was like, somebody teach me. Somebody please teach me. I need this information. I don't know what I don't know. Please tell me what I don't know. Mm -hmm. And I ended up doing mostly a lot of reading, a lot of a lot of YouTube. And yeah. until I was able to kind of put these things together, 
And it would have been so wonderful to have a course mm-hmm. that could help lay down a, a simple structure for me of here's what you don't know. Mm-hmm. And here's how you can love yourself more. Mm-hmm. And without having to pay $5,000 to go to a Tony Robbins seminar. Yes. Yes. So totally. I, I wish that I had known about you two years ago. <laughs> no, thank you. <gasps> yeah. I, I tell my the people that enter Epic Card that I created the course that I wish I took. Because it took me like a year and a half to heal my heart. And I went through like very deep anxiety and I was like prone to uh, addictive behaviors with everything. Like with toxic conversations, very addictive too. Keep talking, keep repeating same, the same thing that mm-hmm. hurts you more. Mm-hmm. Or like keep smoking another cigarette, another cigarette to not feel and to not think. And then, I don't know, binge watch this bench investigate this you know and it's all very hurtful very toxic and I just didn't know how to get out of that and so I had this like amazing miraculous night reading a book about the power of gratitude that to me was just a cliche Uh but somebody that I respect recommended that book and I was like dealing with insomnia like very bad insomnia and so I was reading at 3 in the morning and then finally clicked like with the thing we were saying about Cody with uh-huh. like self-love and it's like being grateful is like this cliche. You have to be grateful. But then that night I understood like, oh, you have to be grateful all the time is not good manners is a tool to help you out. And I was like, oh, okay. Be grateful about everything that is painful too. be grateful mm-hmm. about everything so that you can shift it. And people think, how can I be grateful he left me? How can I be grateful he robbed me? You know? And it's kind of like, if you're grateful for the things you like in your life, you're going to expand them. If you're grateful for the things that are bad in your life, you're going to shift them. I'm so glad that you're saying those things. And not just that, but several of the things that you've said, because those are so many of the same things that I say every week. And I'm so glad to have another voice here saying the same things that, I'm trying to tell people because I yeah. I know because when I started doing those things, when I saw gratitude, not as something that, that I should do because someone told me to, yeah, but as something that I should do because of the difference it's going to make yeah. for me yes. internally. And then yeah. after the change internally happens, then the change has to happen externally. You can't stop it. Exactly. And a lot of people tell me like, but how? And I'm like, look, things are painful. Growth is painful. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was... Uh, like a kid and I was growing I had like pain in my legs in my elbows mm-hmm. like I was growing I did too and it was hurting I had to take hot baths to yes. to loosen the to muscles yeah. yeah so with with this I remember I was having this anxiety because none of the lo- the parts of my life uh were satisfying to me like the breakup was like the final drop that kind of like unravel that I was not happy spiritually with my parents with my body with anything Mm -hmm. and so I was just faced with the reality of like your life sucks you're about to be 30 and this is scary (laughs) you know scary and so I was like oh no super overwhelmed I'm I can't change that change this and I'm like I'm the black sheep of my family, of my group of friends, and I'm about to be discovered. And so this anxiety was just super overwhelming, and I just didn't didn't see a way out. And then with, with this night with that I was like, okay, I'm grateful that I don't have any money. I'm grateful that my business is, is failing, and I, I can't stop it because I can't work because I can't stop my heart from beating so fast that 
I always want to cry. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Mm-hmm. And then and and I'm so glad that you say that because mm-hmm. people do people experience that. There's so many people that are are struggling with mm-hmm. depression or anxiety. And here's the thing: even the people that don't go to the doctor and see it, anybody who thinks oh, I don't have a problem with that, it can happen to you. Yeah. You can have a, a three month period yeah. that shuts you down. Yes. Yes. And nobody's totally. invincible to that. Yeah. And I felt very just powerless. Honestly, the big thing was the that my heart was beating so fast. I couldn't sleep because my heart was like, you know, so agitated. And just close your eyes and don't think. And I'm like, what? Like, I feel my, my bane in my head mm-hmm. pumping, you know? How can I sleep with that? And so through gratitude, the biggest miracle is that my heart slowed down. And tell me, what was one of the first things that you were able to find gratitude for when you were lost in that oh, in that man. space? Because I was so um, blind and I was still wanting to hide. And the reason of all my sadness was my breakup. And so I started to be grateful that he rejected me. That was the first thing. That's such a strange thing to be grateful for. So tell tell us how you were grateful that he rejected you. How can you be grateful for rejection? Yeah, because I I was just exactly thinking that, man, I can't be grateful for anything because all the areas of my life suck, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And so I guess I'm alive. My parents are helping me because I'm not homeless. <laughs> That's the only right. thing I could kind of be grateful for. But in, re- in this book I was reading, it's called The Power of the Power of Praise. This book that was kind of like, I don't want to read it, but it's the book that somebody that I respect recommended. So I was like, all right, I guess I'm going to read this. That book changed things because the book was kind of like brought light into be grateful, not because a good girl is grateful, but because a smart person that is in control of their emotions learns to be grateful for the bad things as well. Because if you are grateful for the bad things, you are again at the front wheel of your life and you can steer the wheel to where you want to go. This is a tool. This is not a cliche. And so I was like, okay. And so I have to be grateful for my reality right now. And my reality is he left me. I'm not wanted. I don't feel pretty. I feel like a loser. I don't have money. So I started saying that. And it was a very cathartic night. And I was crying. Wow. And it took me like half hour of like crying, crying and saying like, I'm, I'm grateful that I hate my legs. I'm grateful that I feel fat. I'm grateful that I feel like I'm not worthy of finding love again. Things like that. Very, very dramatic telenovela, all right? And so, but next next morning, this miracle happened that I was like, so, like the weight was lifted. I was kind of like in peace with what is. I was like, look, this is it. This is it. I don't have money. This is it. I'm a little overweight. This is it. I'm alone and single at 30 and living with my parents, you know? But he wasn't like this scary monster anymore. It was like, I saw the monster from every side through my, you know, my gratitude exercise that night. And so now in the morning, I was like, oh, my heart, my heartbeat is not afraid of this big monster that I try to hide. It's like, I showed it. I like made it made him strut in front of me. I saw it from every side. Now it's not as scary anymore. I feel like I'm finally like in the bottom, but standing up. Uh-huh. Before I was like, I'm in the bottom and kind of like rolling around in the mud and can't even stand up. And so now I was like, okay, I'm stand- standing. And so with that uh, control heart 
beat, mm -hmm. <laughs> I was able to strategize on how to shift things. And that's when I started reading every book I could, Googling things, starting to call my clients from the branding business I had at the time that was about to die. But I was like, okay, let's save it, you know? <laughs> but it's because I, I managed my anxiety through gratitude. Mm -hmm. And that created healthy space to go little by little and start finding myself again in my sense of humor, mm -hmm. my creativity, uh, joy in going out. Because, like, I didn't go out for months. Like, yeah. <laughs> it it yeah. changes everything. And, and you didn't have to go from knowing that your life sucked to absolutely embracing the belief that everything was going to be amazing overnight. Yeah. Instead, you did go overnight, <laughs> but you went from a really bad feeling to a not so bad feeling. Yeah. And just gaining that not so bad feeling gave you control and a sense of empowerment. Would you agree with yes, that? Yes, totally. And I lost the the fear, no, I lost the fear of feeling. It's like every, one thing that I tell everybody in my podcast in all the courses is that in order to heal, you have to feel. That's it. In order to heal, you, you have, have to, to feel. feel. I love that. And people think it's going to feel great if you're on the right track. And it's not. Like, sometimes my client tell me, like, I'm a step backwards because I feel so sad. I'm like, that doesn't mean that. You're sad because you dig into a wound, makes you sad, but you're still going forward because now you can do many things to 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 pass that sadness. You can mm -hmm. tap, you can meditate, you can journal, you can whatever. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of life coaching tools. But, like, it's it's forward. You, if yeah. you're afraid of that sadness, you bury it, you cause problems in your right. nervous system. And I think that, for sure, but I think that that's a mistake that we all have made at some point in time where we're having a good day and things are going good and we're like, all right, we got this. And then a little thing happens and you have the setback and all of a sudden you're like, oh, why bother now? Worked. Yeah. yeah. Black, and you use the black and white thinking and say, <clears throat> I don't even know why I bothered. And then yeah. you quit. But it's not a setback. It's just, it's actually a stepping stone. Yeah. Because for me, when I get those emotions, especially the ones that I'm not expecting, because I've been able to process so many of them that now when I come in contact with my emotions, I'm like, where the heck did this come from? This doesn't belong here. And I, I have to remind myself, it's okay. You're supposed to feel that. But there's a reason why you're feeling that. Let's figure out what it is and yeah. get to the bottom of it. Totally. Yes. Emotional intelligence is just being able to feel without judging what you're feeling and trying to control it before it's actually like you pass through you, you know. Okay. Can you say that one more time? It's like emotional... I love emotional intelligence and that was a great um, definition. So say it again. Yeah. Emotional intelligence is being able to make room to all your emotions. I think I'm making paraphrasing but mm -hmm. i think it's gonna make more sense so uh emotional intelligence is not being intimidated by the bad feelings but making room for them so they can pass through you and then you can move to a high vibration emotion okay but intentionally right and that's what my husband would call see the thought don't be the thought yeah which comes from a book called the positivity principle mm -hmm. that cody gave him oh nice cool and and i say that on the show a lot the the see the thought don't be the thought where you're mm -hmm. aware of the emotion. You recognize that you're not hiding from it. You're not sweeping it under the rug. Yeah. But you're also not letting it take over you and control you. Yeah, exactly. You know what I say? It's like be the observer and not your worst enemy or your judge. Mm -hmm. Just be the observer. Look at what is 
without deciding if it's a good thing or a bad thing. It just is. And appreciate it. Yeah. And that that's, I, I think if you can see it mm-hmm. without the emotion attached to it, then you can, you can move forward from it and recognize what that means and where you're supposed to go. Yeah. And honestly, that's grief. In order to heal, you have to make room for grief. Right. And grief is a low vibration emotion. But unless you feel it, you're not going to be able to move forward. Right. People think if they ignore it, they can go high and manifest something. No, because you manifest from the center of the onion. You manifest from the center of the onion. That's fantastic. (laughs) Thank you. That's beautiful. I love that. (laughs) Okay, we've got about a minute left. Will you tell us where people can find more information about you or maybe even find these courses if they're interested in them? All right. So here's the thing. I am a bilingual life coach. So if anybody wants to have a coaching session with me, you only have to send me an email at esther at estheriturralde.com. I don't know if that's going to be scary to to spell. I don't know if there's notes of the episode or something like that. Um, we'll put, we can put some All in right. there. All yeah. right. So uh, it's E-S-T-H-E-R at same name and then I-T-U-R-R-A-L-D-E dot com. So that's my website. You're going to find some pieces in English, some pieces in Spanish. All my courses are about to be translated in English. So I'm going to have everything bilingual. Um, but yeah, life coaching is kind of like the thing uh, English speakers can have with me. I have some episodes of my podcast in English. And other than that, my Instagram is at estheriturralde.com. No, without the dot com. Without the dot com because it's Instagram. That is so awesome. Esther, I'm so glad that you're here. You're going to be in Las Vegas in a year and I'm going to have to have you come back and talk to us some in more. In a month though. In a month. Yeah. Remember... At The Extraordinary Talk Show, we're not trying to tell you what to think. We just want you to think for yourself. Thank you so much for joining all of us today. Bye.